Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, ladies, how are y'all? Good, how are you? Good. Welcome to episode 33 of Consignment Chats, and um, we're ready to roll. We're talking about something extremely, extremely important to all businesses, but especially us, I feel like us resellers, us eBay people, us consignment businesses, even more important to us. Well, because I like to think we're more important anyway. But (laughs) last week, you ladies did a great job um, talking to Diva G about setting up her social media and what a big piece that is to the development of community and communication. So This time, what we're going to do on this episode is actually lay it all out for you guys, break down some of the different platforms, give you some details, some exclamations, explanations, and um, some tips, tricks, all that good stuff. You ladies ready to chat? Let's do it. I think we need to start with the biggie, Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. um, Facebook is probably the easiest. Most people are familiar with it. It hits the broadest age range and demographic. And uh, that's where we started on Facebook. And um, yeah, so you want to get like, like we talked with Diva G about a Facebook business page. So that's going to be different than your personal page. So you want a page that is solely dedicated to your business. And I would say it's pretty much the case across the board uh, that you want that, that business page. Now you do need to have a Facebook account in order to have a Facebook business page, because that is how they verify it is a real individual so you if you don't have a facebook account you will need one to have a business page you can hide that you're the admin and you don't have to put that out there publicly if that's not what you want but you do need to have a facebook account Mm -hmm. yeah so um one of the questions we get very frequently is the difference between a facebook group and a facebook page So when we talk pages, we're talking a business page. So like, for instance, Tiffany's business page is Tiffany's Treasures and Trinkets. Mine is Conchie Consignment. And a group is, Tiffany, do you want to give us a lowdown on the difference between the two? A group is more community-based. Well, when you run your, your business page... You're doing all the posting. It's all your voice and your, what you want, the content that you want on that page. When you have a group, um, you're welcoming other people to post, to ask questions, um, interact with each other. It's, it's much more community-based, like we have with the Consignment Chats community. Exactly, exactly. So we have, like, for instance, we have the community chat or the Consignment Chats business page, which is basically just kind of like a billboard for what we do. And then if people want to interact with us and become part of the community, they join the Facebook group. I have noticed when I've been looking on Facebook for different groups to join, I've noticed that a lot of consignment stores, um, I guess mostly brick and mortar, um, will have a group that's made just for their consigners. Yes. So all their consigners can chat with each other in the group. Yes, absolutely. And I've seen, um, we talked with Sarah Marshall, and that is one of the things that 
uh, she did with her with her consignment business. So she had a group so the consigners could interact and talk with each other. And that was separate from the business page. It may be ran by the business page, but it is separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the benefits? Um, I'm just trying to think of how to word this question. I know the, the difference between a group and a business page. Are there benefits for algorithms and such, and maybe y'all don't know this, to have groups as part of your business page? I recently read something um, from Facebook that said that the groups definitely, like if if your business page is an admin of a group and you're getting interaction and you have a lot of traffic there, it actually helps your business page. Okay. Um, these things change all the time, but I did actually just recently read that. Just another good reason to think about coming up with a group to add to your business page. So now mm-hmm. I personally don't. I personally don't have that um, a a group for my business page, and I never really saw the how it would how it would serve me. Uh, so I personally haven't done that, so I can't speak to it. Right. Well, I think you learn if it's a need and you're really trying to build or if you're content and have good enough, you know, going with what you've got, why add the extra work, right? Because it is extra work. It's not easy. What about Facebook shops? Well, um, a little while ago, maybe a year or so ago, maybe two, uh, Facebook came out with their own e-commerce platform. So on your Facebook business page, there's a, there's a, you can add a shop now button and you can, you can load your items directly in in your, on your Facebook business page in the e-commerce manager and people can shop through your Facebook business page. This is separate from Facebook marketplace, which I'll talk about in a minute, but this, I've been doing this for, I mean, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half. And I am just now seeing with like over, I think I have over a thousand listings there. I'm just now seeing more steady sales, like literally in the past month. Okay. <laughs> I think that Facebook marketplace blew up and was very popular, but no, but there was really no work and promotion on Facebook shops. And I wasn't even sure how anyone was even seeing my items, except that they do link to Instagram. So I, you can shop on Instagram also. Um, but I'm just now like literally just now, like today, this morning, like getting more, more sales on uh, Facebook, which is great. Cause that's wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So Facebook marketplace is different. That has to be done from your personal account. Um, I think, I believe there's a way now to do it through business, but I'm not really sure about that. Um, but Facebook marketplace is um, very, very, very popular right now. And I know Libby's done a lot of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Now they've gone back and forth Facebook. I would do it from my on Facebook marketplace. I would do it from my business and then they would kind of tweak it and you couldn't do it. And then, so oh, I do okay. everything. Um, and you can, we can link up some videos to this, but I do everything through my personal on Facebook marketplace, just because the other one was so it wasn't dependable. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have videos about that. So I use that to drive business to my Facebook marketplace. uh, I mean, to my Facebook business page. And I see a lot of other sellers doing that as well. So that's a really, um, a really good technique if you're comfortable selling on your personal account and then directing people, you know, hey, this is my business. 
um, for more fun and deals, go visit us here or right. like us. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I know another way to sell on Facebook is one that we've gotten Libby and I into doing on a regular basis is live sales. Libby, you want to talk a little bit about live sales where you really got to put yourself out there? Yeah. Yeah. So actually Tiffany was the one that inspired me to get started with the Facebook mark, the Facebook live sales. She was, she did it first and I was very, very hesitant to put myself out there. And do it. And then like, Come on, it. we can do this. We can do this. And I'm like, all right. So we do a Facebook live sale and, you know, people in our community come and shop um, during the sale. We have it hooked up to uh, Shopify and loyal shops. And so people do this reply sold. So it's automated through Shopify. And um, yeah, I guess I can, I guess I should probably do like a little quick chat on how that all how that all comes together and works. We are going to do a totally separate um, episode just on live sales because there's a, there's really a lot to delve into with that. And there's so many different ways you can do it. You know, mm -hmm. we pay for the platforms to do it, but you can do it. There are many ways to organize sales without paying for platforms. Um, right. well, I, did, I did mine very um, simply. Mm -hmm. I just had a, um, a link to a Google doc and I would put that at the top of my sale. And I would say, you know, that people could, if they were going to buy shop, they could just click that link and then put in their information. Mm -hmm. And I just emailed them a PayPal invoice. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. many ways to do that. And I hadn't heard of the Google doc. I think that's really, really an interesting way to do that. I should have gone and watched one of those sales, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I only did a couple because I, I, was nervous and I did you know it's hard at first it is uh, but now you guys have taken it and run with it like crazy and um inspiring me again to, to try again <laughs> it is a lot, a lot of work, work. but right. I do think you know we went into it with the attitude and I think you have to decide for your business what what your purpose is for doing it and Libby, our attitude for us was building community, especially during quarantine. We were feeling so kind of lonely and yeah. out of touch. And so this was a way to get people together and chat. And we made it a fun kind of, I don't even want to call it a girl's night out because there's many, many males that enjoy it, but just a night of fun. And so, you know, if we get sales, that's great, but really it's building the, the conchi consignment community. And mm -hmm. it really, with that the, as the focus, everything else fell into place. And I think it's been a huge, huge success and will yeah, continue to be. done great with that. And you get your regulars every week. And yep. So. Yep. Tiffany's one of our regulars. Yeah. <laughs> But we do, we have a lot of regulars that now it's it's really funny to listen to them build relationships back and forth through the chats and the comments. And, you know, we're live talking back and forth through them and with them. And they've never met face to face, yet they're building these relationships. So it's it's really a lot of, of fun, but I think it's deciding the best way to do it for your business and what your plans are and what you want out of it. This was what yeah, we wanted I mean, out of it. Just, um, just as an aside, you know, we're saying Facebook lives as a sale. It's also good on Facebook just to get on there and be live and talk to your customers, do a quick little, do a quick little video, introduce yourself. People love that connection. Mm -hmm. So even, you know, even if you're not 
don't want to do a live sale and that's not your thing. People do crave that, that connection. They want to know who they're shopping with. So it, you know, if you're comfortable with it, that's a great, that's a great thing to do on Facebook. Can I tell you, even if you're not comfortable with it, I just want to throw this out there. The, the authenticity of even the discomfort means a lot to your community because so many of them are uncomfortable too. So to be authentic and be like, I hate the, you know, this is really not my thing, but I'm coming out here because I want you to know me, um, you know, be with me, blah, blah, blah. It, 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 they, it gets a personal connection and you probably have more people that are uncomfortable with this than there are comfortable. And yeah. so it really helps them connect with you as a real human being and not just a logo on a screen. Um, but just be real, you know, don't be and negative. I think that negative. Goes for Instagram as well. When we get into Instagram, like this advice definitely goes for Instagram as well. Yeah. I mean, just be authentic and say, Hey, I mean, I love the people that come in there and they got no makeup and they got their messy bun and they're in their sweats and they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could do this at the gym. What was I thinking? And you're like, wow, they're just like me. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's hard, but I think, um, and the more you do it, Libby, Libby does not want to do it at all. I had some previous experience getting live, getting out there live that got me over the hump. Um, but now Libby's a master. <laughs> I don't get, I don't get sick to my stomach every time I do it now. Like I would, it was really one of my like public speaking. That was the same thing for me. Like yeah. just one of my biggest fears for what reason? I don't know, but just, yeah, it took a lot. It took yeah. a lot. Now Libby wants us to do the podcast live, right? <laughs> what? Um, we're really almost there. We're really almost there, y'all. Um, so we got off on the the live thing because it is such a big thing now. That is where um, where where it is right now. But let's go back to kind of starting this Facebook page. Let's back it up a little. You're you're a business. You're opening your Facebook page. What what do you think on content posting schedule that kind of thing scheduling? What advice would you give? I think that you can decide on a schedule. The number one thing you will hear across the board is consistency matters. Consistency matters. So whether that consistency is once a day, twice a day, once a week, you need to you need to stick with that schedule. Now, mm-hmm. in the beginning, when you just get started, I would say get some posts up there you know, make your page, introduce yourself before you start inviting people. Just kind of like get a, get a little base of like who you are, maybe a sample of product uh, you sell. Just a, just a couple things up there. So you're not sending people or inviting people to a page that they, they don't know what it's, what it's truly about. Yeah. That is so, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And decide on that schedule, decide on that schedule ahead of time. Wouldn't you, I mean, what do you ladies think? think about that because it's easy to carry it away. I think, yeah, I think that is a great way to start. I also think there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of statistics out there on breaking down your social media, the best times of day to post. And you can certainly research that and go by that. Um, I also find like with us, we don't, we kind of made our own schedule. I, I do some of that research to keep it in the back of your mind. 
mm-hmm. where the better things to do for certain content are. But we pretty much have our schedule and it doesn't follow all that and it works well. Um, but I do think if you're just starting out to to do a little of that Googling on the social media yeah. timing just to give yourself a little confidence and a little idea. But yeah, I think consistency, like you're saying, if it's three days a week, if it's every once a day. Yeah. That's and fine. it can change. I mean, you can do set one schedule and then decide and if three times a week or whatever, and then decide, well, now I'm going to up it to daily or whatever like that, but mm-hmm. just don't do four posts in one day and then nothing for a week. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, start slow. Don't overwhelm yourself. Just do it. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like don't get hung up. I know I say this, it's like, like my theme throughout everything we do doesn't have to be perfect. Just get it up there and get started. You can make changes as you go. Nothing has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Just get it started and, you know, start slow. So you mm-hmm. don't overwhelm yourself and you don't set up an unrealistic goal for yourself. Yeah. Yep. I like that. And so the other thing you want to work, you want to work on is not selling, 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 selling. Every post should not be about a product or trying to sell something. Mm-hmm. They want to hear about you. They want to know about you. They want to know behind the scenes. People love behind the scenes. Oh yeah. Love social interaction, you know, questions, ask, you know, get it, get it to know your customers. You can do all this with, with 80% social posts and 20% sales. So it's called the 80, 20 rule. And that's what um, experts recommend. <laughs> yeah. And we yeah. should really refer back to, um, I think it was episode five, maybe with Kathy Terrell. I love to be selling. She does really great tips and tricks for uh, consignment sellers specifically. So I I think it was eight. eight? We'll check it. We'll check it. We'll link it up so you can watch it. But yeah, it's, I mean, nobody, I mean, think about it. Nobody wants to, you don't want to walk into that furniture store or that car place and be haggled constantly. People can help you. What do you need? What do you need? You know, it's the same thing on, on social media. Nobody wants to have it in their face all the time. So good point, Tiffany. Good point. Um, what about building your audience and the kind of audience that you want? So a really good thing to do is have an idea in your mind of who your ideal customer is. Who are you selling to? And with like Tiffany and I, this can be, we talked about this a little bit with Diva G. Uh, it can be a little bit challenging because like Tiffany and I sell a crazy variety of products. But we are not using our social media to market all of those products. Maybe only a subset of those products. Like we concentrate on a certain age range and a certain type of product. And that's what we put on our social media. So if you're a variety seller, kind of figure out who that target audience is. And those are those are going to be your the people you invite to your page. It's going to be tempting in the beginning, right? Because you want to get followers and you want to build your follower base to go, oh yeah, I'm going to invite Uncle Frank and, you know, uh, Aunt Doris, uh, you know, and they're not your ideal customer. Don't invite them. You really don't. It's going to hurt you in the long run because those people you invite need to be your ideal audience and they're the ones that are going to interact and invite other people to your page. So 
Uh, just a word of caution there. Now, should you kick Uncle Frank off if he likes your page, guys? No. No. <laughs> no, because Uncle Frank might talk to his neighbor one day who says, oh my gosh, I've been looking for a blah, blah, blah. And he'll say, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. My niece has, let me hook you up, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So you don't want to kick them off. I, right. I'm always kind of torn between that. I get the whole algorithm thing behind inactive people on your page, but I also think that, um, you know, there's something to be having more people there too, who have it in the back of their mind. You know, it's like looking mm -hmm. for the electrician that you need. And all of a sudden somebody goes, wait a minute, I know somebody, you know, right. um, I kind of go back and forth on that, but I know the algor that algorithm thing is huge. So yeah, it, it can sure hurt is. you. Sure the activity can hurt for sure, but hmm. yeah, don't kick them off. All right, let's, let's move on to Instagram. I mean, I knew we'd spend a lot of time on Facebook and now we've got many other platforms to talk about. Let's talk about Instagram, which was our second social media platform that we really got involved in when it first opened, first began opened and I remember Libby saying to me oh we have to do uh Instagram and I'm going no that the kids are on that you know and I remember being very like I mean I literally remember the day sitting at my desk when you brought up this Instagram thing and we have to do this and I'm going mm, yeah not feeling that yeah that, that's I got no I'm not going to focus on that and <laughs> Libby when she gets her mind set on something is like nope <laughs> we're doing it and she just kind of started doing it and here I am the internet sales manager doing all the other and she just jumped into that next thing I know she's like oops sold this oop <laughs> She it was, was amazing. Right. It was amazing right from the beginning. I mean, our Instagram sales outpaced our Facebook. And when yes. I say sales, I mean, people seeing the item, commenting or, you know, seeing it and calling or coming into the store to pick up the item. I don't mean yeah. direct sales because at that point in time, that wasn't really a thing. Right. Yeah, it, she was right. I was wrong. Wild. Yeah, it took me a while to get to jump into the Instagram thing too. I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like, you know, but yeah, I did. <laughs> so personal account, we talked about the difference between personal business with Facebook. What about business account? Instagram wise. Got to get it. Yes. I mean, yeah, you have to have a business. Like you have to have it as a business account. Yeah. Now, do you have to have a personal account on Instagram to have a business account on Instagram? Mm -hmm. No. So it's not the same as Facebook. Right. Okay. It can be totally independent. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. What about shopping on Instagram? Well, like I said, if you set up your Facebook shop, you can have that as add as another channel, Instagram, and it will go, your Facebook shops will go over to Instagram. Mm -hmm. And people can shop right from your posts. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that also will work through Shopify, the Instagram thing. I haven't done it, but I, I think that works that way. Okay. Yep. All right. I mean, and it's, then a little, it's a little, it's a little complicated and it has um, changed recently as Molly and I found out because we used to link a lot to our Instagram and we, you know, ran into some difficulties. So yeah, they're always making changes. Yes. <sighs> I have now, I mean, it's always, it's a mess. <laughs> I, I have I have um, my newer items aren't linking for some reason, but my older items are available. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yep, they're changing stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. that's always. I mean, it would be frustrating. Like I wouldn't, 
recommend for anybody to be dependent on a social media platform like Facebook or Instagram for their sales because they are changing and things you can get banned. You can get kicked off at the drop of a hat. You can, you know, it cannot work one day. So I really, um, I mean, it's a nice if it, when it works, but I wouldn't build a whole plot. I wouldn't build your business around that dependent or around that at, at this point, you know, two years from now, this may be a totally different discussion, but right now. Yeah. It's inconsistent. Right. And there are the customer service issues mm -hmm. that Instagram and Facebook do not provide great customer service for their sales. Right. Yeah. And we like customer service. It's important. <laughs> yeah. Not only providing it, but receiving it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So when you first open, what's your advice on um, beginning your Instagram business account? I say get your profile up. Um, we can probably do a whole episode, honestly, on Instagram and getting your Instagram started. But um, basics, get your profile up. I would say get nine posts up so those blocks are filled when somebody visits your, um, like it looks like you have a feed. Uh, same as, you know, same as Facebook. Make sure there's content up there before you start liking, following, inviting, all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hashtags, hashtags are such a thing on Instagram, such a thing. And we've just learned more about hashtags recently from our friend, Kathy, um, a guest she had. Do you ladies want to do a little chatting on the hashtags and the importance and do a brief little how to get started with that? I think all we really need to say about hashtags, because you can go down a rabbit hole real quick. Mm -hmm is you can search hashtags on Instagram. They're basically a search, a search term. So it'd be hashtag, you know, your pound sign. Um, like I always use my business name as a hashtag and just applicable, applicable things. Don't get hung up on them. Um, you can have up to 30 on Instagram. You really don't use them on Facebook um, anymore. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else on Instagram before we move to the next platform? Um, you put it one, you get one link in your bio. Yep. You cannot put yep. links, you cannot put links in individual posts. Well, you can, but they won't work. <laughs> and um, you get one link in your bio. So make it a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Think about what that wants to be. You can yep. go to your website or your eBay store or whatever it is. You know, we told uh, Janine Diva G to put it to our eBay store. Mm -hmm. um, but um, there are other things that you can use like Linktree and Shorebee where you can have, you click on that and you get a bunch of links. That's what I have, that's what I have on my page. All right. Cool. So I'm gonna touch a little bit on Pinterest. Um, that is another social media platform that is just growing by leaps and bounds um, and has also joined in the shopping game recently, um, you know, it can be very beneficial to your business if it targets that same demographic that loves and uses Pinterest, which are predominantly women. So mm -hmm. keep that in mind, although it has grown with men um, in the Gen X generation, but women by far I think it's uh, 60% or more, 80% 
it's a large percent of women that shop. Um, Again, you can have a personal account. You can have a business account on Pinterest. Um, I recommend a business account for Pinterest because you get your analytics. You can actually, if you decide to set up shop there for the shopping capability, um, you can run ads, which we've done a couple. Um, I haven't delved into learning as much about ads through Pinterest, but um, I also want to, so I don't forget, I highly recommend because it's where I learned a lot on Pinterest as we started to get more active and build ours. Um, her name is Kate and she, her, um, we'll link it up here. Her, trying to think of what her podcast is, Simple Pin Podcast. Oh, Simple Pin Podcast. Kate with Simple Pin Podcast. Um, she's phenomenal. She's got a lot of great advice. She also does great like myth debunkers on <laughs> You know, is it true? Is it not true? All the things you hear about analytics on Pinterest, because there's so many things out there about, you know, you should only do um, organic pins and you need to pin X amount of times a day and you need to. It's not like that. It's not like a Poshmark where you have to share over and over again. Um, but I just recommend listening to her, learning more about it. But it is, um, you know, there's over 450 million monthly active users Half of those are out of the U.S., so if you're looking to really broaden out of the U.S., that's a great platform, too, for that. Um, you know, I just highly recommend starting that, looking into that. I mean, I love it. I love it. Um, I think the last statistic I read was that there are over 80% of users have actually purchased something based on a pin. So, you know, 80% of, what did I say, over 450 million purchasing from pens. Mm -hmm. That's not too shabby. Right. So. And you can link those directly. You can put your link in there. Like, for instance, a lot of times we will link it to an eBay listing since that's our yep. primary platform. Yeah. yeah. And I try to do a blend for us of linking like that. So when, when Pinterest first started, they were all about linking. Um, then they started kind of growing and thinking, wait, we kind of want to keep you in-house was one of the rumors I heard. But then recently, again, I heard that's not true. You can, linking is still, I just kind of try to create our own organic every now and then to mix in with yeah. linking sales. Again, go back to what Tiffany said about the 80-20. You kind of want a little bit of, of all that. We'll share ideas from, we'll share somebody else's post with a, um, Oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, a, I'm thinking of Refab West, you know, somebody upcycles something and we have, we have the item in our store so we can take their pin, share that, what they upcycled and then share a link to that we have the, the base of what they use to upcycle and create this beautiful thing. So there's a lot of fun ways to build community and, and get involved in Pinterest for your business. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, so. You know what? I can't believe I forgot to mention this, guys. I mean, I should have said this. Number one, very beginning. When you have your business name, go to these social media platforms and reserve your name. Even if you don't do anything with it, please do that. Um, please do that. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot to say that. I, I, I can't believe you forgot to say that either. My gosh, Libby, my <laughs> gosh, what were you thinking? We hammered um, it home with Diva G last week. <laughs> 
Some others to quickly touch on. Um, you know, we did Instagram and we missed Reels because I'm just thinking of TikTok. Reels is another thing, y'all. You got to stay relevant. And right now, videos are it. They're it. Not just live. It's not. I mean, lives are good, but videos, yeah. Reels on Instagram, TikTok. Um, that's really where it is right now. So TikTok. Anybody want to do a quick little info on TikTok? We don't use it that often. We've used it a little. We're building more on Reels. I know tips and tricks are huge. People love tips and tricks on TikTok. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how much it would actually drive sales. I think they are building their, you know, their shopping base and things like that. Uh, For me, that would be like almost like a tertiary social media platform at this point because we are, you know, trying to build our community and drive sales. And I just, I see a lot of consignment uh, doing some great things on TikTok and doing some great videos. So I'm not exactly sure how that converts into building community and building sales for us. So maybe some of our followers can, can kind of help us up out with that. I, I would love to hear more. I would. And uh, we keep saying we need to do more, more, more on the reels. Um, I do know that one thing that reels picked up on quickly, because in the beginning I did this with us, is I would create a TikTok video in TikTok and you can share it to Instagram for the reels. Um, Instagram has picked up on that and now you get kind of a little shun in your algorithm. So it needs to be organic to reels or organic oh. to TikTok. Don't cross post. Um, and I did read that recently and, and heard that somewhere also. So, um, and again, that may show up on a debunker one day and say, that's not true, but mm-hmm. word on the street is make them organic to, and I think across the board, that's probably your safest bet anyway. I know it's a little more work, but truly making each post organic to the platform that you're on um, is probably the best advice when you're doing them. So Mm -hmm. are there any other platforms like that that we need to touch base on ladies before we move forward? Twitter? Uh, Twitter, just, yeah, I would say Twitter is the last one. I don't do Twitter. (laughs) I do for us, but it's very rare. And again, that's one I don't do very organically. I did attach that as a, as a hookup onto our Instagram. So a lot of things that I post for Instagram will immediately just copy over to Twitter because we just don't put a lot of, although I do, we do get some things shared frequently. So, I mean, not frequently, but every now and then, and that's kind of why I just keep it there as the easy throw but we really don't do a lot with twitter mm-hmm. we don't. Okay. i think a lot of these um social media sites it depends on what you're selling what your audience is um but you know oftentimes you don't have time to do all of them absolutely so you know i know we um we wanted to say you know that you, you need to pick pick your platforms that are good for you Right now, I just focus on Facebook and Instagram. I really want to do Pinterest, but I just haven't really had the time. Like, I have a Pinterest page, and I have a few things up there, but I don't have time to do it the way I, I, I want to yet, but I, it's my goal. But the other ones, I'm not, I mean, I'm not big into making the videos. I know I need to work on that, but it's just, you know, you got to do what, what you can fit in, realistically. Yep. Yeah, and I mean... I think that you don't need social media. Like, all right, so there are a lot of people that sell on eBay that drive zero traffic with social media and they have a great business. 
Right. So right. it's not, I mean, you, you may not be driving that many, so you really have to put a time limit on it and how it's going to serve your business and be cognizant of that. Right. And I like when Libby, you say, you know, set yourself a time limit, block a time out and stick with that time, because we all know the rabbit hole of social media that we can fall down quickly. And the next, you know, two hours have post gone by and you've watched somebody birth a baby cow, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you yeah. can get lost in it too. So having that time blocked with a timer, I think is phenomenal. So yeah, don't, don't overwhelm yourself. <laughs> don't spread yourself too thin on social media. Like Tiffany said, just do what you can, but, um, and figure out which platform is best for what it is that you, you are selling. Yeah. So ladies, that was a lot of great information. I think people can leave here and really, um, take some of the advice and figure out what's best for them. So, um, and for more advice, and if you want more feedback, you can always join our community and, put some questions out there. We have a lot of great, um, uh, you know, business owners that are there that always, like we say, we learn something new every week from the men and women who are part of our, our group for assignment chat. So speaking of community, what is going on in our community? I feel out of touch. So fill me in. Well, um, a few weeks ago, we released our episode on cross listing and we mentioned the list perfectly in there. And we also mentioned um, the Stellar Community Podcast with Liz and Doug. And we got comments immediately on our YouTube video from Liz and Doug. And we talked about that last week. That was really neat. But now I've noticed we had a comment from Liz Perfectly saying, you ladies are the best. I love that you guys decided to chat about cross-posting. It's definitely a great way to expand the eyes on your products. Thanks so much for the love. So that's great. That's (laughs) great. Back at you, Liz Perfectly. (laughs) And then um, we have another comment from Paula on that same episode. And she said, me too. Main sales all on eBay, but I do export to Bonanza. Though past testing for me, with I'm sticking to the one who brought me to the dance. But if I were a clothing reseller, the opportunity to cross list on the various platforms would be a gold mine. Thanks, ladies. There are people who are missing money and your chats lead to great adventures for them all. I love that cracked me up that comment because I never heard that before. And Paul is from Texas. Maybe it's a Texas expression. I'm sticking with the one that brought me to the dance. Isn't that great? (laughs) You've never heard that. Oh, I've heard that before. That's oh, you have. Okay. Maybe it's not a Texas thing. I'm just, I'm just, I hadn't heard it before. Well, I I think I'm the oldest, right? (laughs) I don't know. I it's an older thing. It's an old thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on our last week's episode, it was a Poshmark episode. We got lots of comments on that, but one of them was from Sweater Fashion, and she said Poshmark is such a great platform for resellers. Enjoyed this chat. So, oh, great. Yeah, Tiana, she's she's awesome. Love yeah. her. Love her, love her, love her. Yeah. So if you haven't checked out Swag Slayer Fashion and her channel, uh, head over there. It's great. It's informative. She's always got something new going on, and uh, we appreciate. We appreciate. And it. she's fun to talk. Mm-hmm. About. Oh, and she's fun. Yeah, she's I mean, fun. Was, yeah. yeah. She's a so, lot of fun. Fun and informative. That's as good yep. as it gets. That's as mm-hmm. good as it gets. So, so y'all, you don't want to miss out on this fun stuff. So join us in our community. Um, yeah. Subscribe. Comment. Ding that little bell, 
follow us, all that good stuff. Um, to link up with everything and, and where to find us, as always, go to consignmentchats.com. And that's how you can find us in all the different platforms that we throw our pretty selves in. Um, but until next week, ladies, cheers. 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 Great to have you here, Molly. Thank you. Good to be back. Yes. Welcome back. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.